Hi everyone, I'm John. I'm Miles. And I'm Andrew. And we're, we're just, just three kids, kids from, from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And this is the Marvel Me Marathon Podcast. I gotta keep going for it's the only way I know how. Taking the steps all I carry this way has me paving the ground. Break through the boom through the carrot, through every you break it through bury your sound. How many foes gotta go down to show you hope is not playing around? Taking the crown, seat on the throne. Marvel movie marathon. You think I'm lying, casting for stone. Kill the hate from inside your glass home. Catch you alone. Hope that you keep the same energy. I ain't out here to make enemies. But if you block up my legacy, gotta end you when the doom you pretend to be. I am the man of the century, black on my centerpiece, glow in the light. People depend on me, like Captain America. I know how to fight, I do what is right. Sometimes that means making a sacrifice, but that's life. When I feel like can't no more, I'll pick myself up and that's life. We are joined again by the lovely Drea. Hi, Drea. Hello there. The Sue Storm of this podcast. Um, so we watched Fantastic Four and The Rise of the Silver Surfer. The Rise of the Silver Snakes. Re- released June 15th, 2007. And uh, before we get into this, Miles, are you going to take us to comic book history? <laughs> comic book history all right so uh <clears throat> this week i did susan storm johnny storm and the silver surfer sorry galactus you didn't weren't in this movie enough to <laughs> basically grant a fucking uh comic book history what a garbage ass galactus we got <laughs> i didn't even realize it. MC, mcu's galactus can have fucking smoke monster history. from lost <laughs> no at least that made taxi noises <laughs> uh so susan storm created by stan lee and jack kirby and first appearing in the Fantastic Four number one in 1961, Sue Storm, aka the Invisible Woman, aka previously the Invisible Girls, uh, girl, occasionally called Mrs. Fantastic. Um, sounds like it sounds like people that don't know yeah, the actual tagline. Exactly. Hey, there's Miss F- Mrs. Fantastic. It, Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Sue Storm and her brother Jonathan were born and grew up on Long Island uh, to oh. parents Dr. Franklin and Mary Storm. After an incident resulted in her mother's death, Sue's father became an alcoholic and lost his medical license. After going to prison for an accidental death, Sue and her brother were sent to live with their aunt in New York City, uh, where she excelled in school and became captain of the varsity swim team. She also became a surrogate parent to her younger brother, Johnny, acting more as his mother than his sister during that time. Well, that blows. They don't seem too far apart in age. Uh, my sister and I weren't that far apart in age. Two years, and, and she was really my parent. Oh, that's nice. Years, okay. Yeah. Uh, and they formed a close bond. It was at 17, while living at her aunt's boarding house, that she met future husband, Reed Richards, who was staying at the house during the summer while attending Empire State University. They dated, but soon split up, as he did not give her the attention she needed. Uh, after high school, Sue moved to California to attend college and decided to pursue an acting career. It was there that she encountered Richards again, and they rekindled their romance. While Richard was working on a spacecraft to explore beyond Mars, he got his government—he uh, got his government funding cut. Sue and her brother snuck aboard the ship with Richards and uh, their friend Ben Grimm, and they shot off into space. <laughs> <laughs> as one does during the mission the four were exposed to high levels of cosmic radiation I know it sounds like there's an echo in here by now uh, I'm going to do this one more time uh, and they had to return to earth the cosmic radiation caused Sue to be able to become invisible at will and she adopted the name the invisible girl and fought crime with the rest of the fantastic four uh, one early enemy with the fantastic four uh, was Namor who constant, constantly fought for Sue's affections. Oh, wow. Yep, this became more complicated in la- later publications, 
with Sue returning some of the feelings and feeling torn because she's married to Reed. Mm. This was a big step in Marvel as it helped introduce, along with Reed's terrible behavior towards his family, the flawed superheroes, which right. was a big thing. Superheroes with personal flaws. This was all in the 60s. Speaking of Namor, can I can I just share a story real mm-hmm. quick? It was, I forgot to mention this last week. Well, I went to uh, Universal Studios like two weeks ago, and they have the Marvel Superhero Island. Like At the time, it was mind-blowing. It was like, holy crap, Like all these superheroes are referenced here. And I walked in through the back towards the end of the day, and like they have these big cutouts of of this of the superheroes and i see namor and namor's signage is above the men's room yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like one day one day namor <laughs> yeah. will get the respect he deserves yeah. pissing the ocean <laughs> just <laughs> yeah oh it's, it was just so like saddening it's just like oh man like we want this character so bad yeah, in these movies and they yeah. don't know what they fucking have no, they, they don't. don't it's it's a weird time it's like it, that that Island is like stuck in like a certain time period. Like it's weird. There, Doctor Doom has a ride there. I mean, Universal is pretty dated in the first place. Whenever I uh, when I went there, I was just like, okay, yeah, all right, I get it. Like it's just like you're Disney, but you didn't really try that hard. They never, they never (laughs) opened another ride. Yeah, they only have the rides they opened with the Hulk, the fucking Doctor Doom drop, the Spider Man ride, and teacups that were like Storm. That is all they ever... They never bothered to open anything else. So, yeah, that's just what I wanted to share about that. Goddamn no more. Uh, so, initially limited only to vi- uh, invisibility, Sue discovers that her powers are all uh, force field based. And she has the ability to cast invisibility on others as well as generate force fields and energy blasts, which made her a lot cooler. And one thing I learned from writing this that she basically didn't have a personality until the fucking 80s. Like, Damn. she was just... She was the invisible woman. She was Reed's wife. She was there. She helped out, but like they really She was literally the invisible woman. Yeah, she they mm. did not write her like she had a three dimensional personality until the fucking eighties. They really didn't. Um That's what's usually think Marvel's a little more forward thinking. Well maybe than they that. Yeah. They really weren't. I mean, early Black Panther was black exploitation and stuff. Those, yes. those weren't yeah, yeah. Um, especially uh, uh Luke Cage. Yes. Power Man even sounds like a black exploitation. Yes. Uh, so at one point, Lou's fa- uh, Sue's not Lou. Uh, Sue's father escapes from prison and sacrifices himself in order to save his children and the Fantastic Four from a scroll plot, making amends with Johnny and Sue in the process. Shortly after this, Reed and Sue decide to get married. The wedding is humongous and was attended by the most prominent of NYC's superheroes, and. Some of the personalities in a rare thing, which is actually referenced in this upcoming movie, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby were not permitted to enter the wedding of <laughs> Sue Storm and Reed Richards. Uh, so, uh, shortly after this, um, oh, sorry, I already read that part. Sorry, I can cut it. Uh, sometime, uh, sometime after encountering the Silver Surfer and Galactus, Sue becomes pregnant with her and Reed's first child. This results in her taking a hiatus from the Fantastic Four, and she is temporarily replaced by Johnny's inhuman girlfriend at the time, Crystal. Oh, cool. Um, Sue's exposure to the cosmic radiation resulted in a troubled pregnancy. Nevertheless, she gave birth to a baby boy, and his name was Franklin Benjamin Richards. Not Benjamin Franklin. uh, Named in memory of her father and Ben Grimm. That's nice. Uh, No love for Johnny. Why, is Uh, Ben dead at this point? No, it's oh. just uh, Sue and Ben became very close at some point, and he was a close friend of both her and um, uh, what's his name, Reed. I, I imagine maybe Ben's the Godfather. I'd imagine. 
I imagine so. I imagine Ben really rubbed it in Johnny's face that the kid didn't have his <laughs> name. Too. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Franklin. Uh, no, Franklin. He later took the name Powerhouse. Was born an ultra powerful mutant. Uh, he's also called Psych, I think. Uh, and through the work of Annihilus, triggered a crisis that might have eliminated all life. When this happened, Reed shut his son's mind down using psychic inhibitors that he had crafted to help c- control his son's immense power. Jesus, this uh, sounds familiar. He did this without consulting Sue whatsoever. <laughs> fucking A. Because he's Reed Richards. Uh, a frequent circumstance in their relationship, and Sue made the decision to officially separate from Reed, the first of many separations, yeah, and leave the Fantastic Four. You madman. Yep. <laughs> and mad leave man. the Fantastic Four uh, within the Inhuman Medusa taking her spot. During Professor X would have told him that's not a good idea. I know. <laughs> you, you're going to create Jeez. another phoenix. Uh, she eventually reconciles with Reed and rejoins the group after counseling from Namor. Uh, after an incident in which her second child is uh, stillborn, um, unfortunately, Susan takes more control. This in the 80s again. Susan takes more control over her identity and changes her moniker to the Invisible Woman from the Invisible Girl. Um, That's 20 years as Invisible Girl. She really grew up. They made her grow up in that time. I think they went through the... They gave. They didn't just make her suddenly a different character just for the hell of it. They actually put her through some shit. Um, some facts. Uh, she's been on the Avengers before along with Reed. Uh, she's been the supervillain Malice when her mind gets affected, and Infinity War, and in Infinity War, she was forced to fight her own alter ego. Wow. Um, she was also on the anti-registration side in Civil War. Uh, Sue joins Captain America's Secret Avengers, believing the situation to be dire. Uh, this is a really sad storyline. Like yeah. this storyline actually made me tear up. Uh, they're sending letters to each other the whole time. The last, the last letter. Um, she sends a secret message to her husband, missing him terribly, that just says, please fix this. Oh, after yeah. After he kills Goliath. After chills. his creation kills Goliath. Yeah, I remember this. Um, and then everything seems... A lot of people forget, only one superhero died during yeah. Civil War. The black one. The black one. The <laughs> only black one. Fucking <laughs> Goliath, who you may remember Lawrence Fishburne playing him in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Really mad we didn't get a flashback to see. He didn't young. actually grow. Bro, no. Goliath wasn't a big guy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That was um, disappointing. So when the two sides of the family finally meet in their final battle, uh, Sue is face-to-face with her husband on opposing sides. Uh, if you haven't read this, it's the equivalent of the airport battle in the movie Civil War. Correct. Um, but they do not target each other. After Taskmaster takes aim at her with a bow, Taskmaster working for the Thunderbolts, right. Reed jumps in front of the shot, or stretches in front of the shot. Uh, after that, there is no question. They are on the same team and remain so. So, uh, that's Sue Storm. That's what I'm... They need to touch on all this shit. That, that was I know, all, that was I know. Their, their relationship is one of the most rich stories in the MCU. Mm-hmm. In, the, in Marvel, and at times it's incredibly toxic, but at other times it's incredibly sweet. And, and it's one of the most real relationships that I see, because they do have these times where they're absolutely terrible to each other read more than her but she's not great sometimes either Mm -hmm. but there are some times where they are clearly the most loving couple in the world right uh so got johnny storm that doesn't make them a positive you know they don't they they shouldn't be together (laughs) Uh, no they shouldn't she should be why didn't she go to yale (laughs) uh jonathan storm Created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and first appearing in the Fantastic Four number one in 1961. It's the last one. 
uh, Jonathan, Johnny Storm, a.k.a. the Human Torch. What the fuck is that? You're saying that's bullshit and the Human Torch was created earlier? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. The original Human Torch was created by Carl Burgos and first appeared in Marvel Comics number one. Marvel Comics number one in October 1939. That's before the U.S. got into World War II. <laughs> Jesus. All the way when Marvel was called Timely Comics. He was named Jim Hammond and later was revealed to be an android. He fought alongside Captain America and Namor as one of the, the first superheroes. Um, he fell into sub obscurity in the 50s, and Stan Lee and Jack Kirby recycled the name and power set. Nice. Human Torch, the second so, Avenger. back to Johnny Storm. <laughs> Johnny Storm, uh, Johnny was a confident, almost cocky, basically almost? cocky, almost, headstrong and athletic kid. He snuck aboard Reed's spacecraft when he spacecraft spacecraft <laughs> when he was 16, leading him to return to Earth with the power to engulf himself in flame, project flame, and some the fuck how use that flame to fly. Yeah, um, heat rises. I have seen a lot of things on fire. Usually, they start falling out of the sky. <laughs> uh, they never really fucking explain Wait, how the hell he flies. But did you say he just keeps making gone? rocket boosts? And he keeps, you know, I get it. I think he's like uh, an engine. A fan of superhero uh, superheroes from World War II, Johnny takes the name of one of his old favorites, the Human Torch. Okay, so it's an honor of the original Human. It's an homage. Torch. Yeah, that's nice. He starts fighting crime and supervillains with the Fantastic Four while still attending high school, maintaining his secret identity, becoming friends with Peter Parker. Um, although, uh, although a running gag in the comics is, was that it, in his little hometown, his secret wasn't a secret, and although he has a secret identity, everybody in the town, everybody in high school, all the teachers knew he was actually the Human Torch, and nobody interfered with this child soldier. Um, <laughs> uh, Storm was, uh, Storm, oh yeah, Johnny Storm was bullied until he burned the shit out of a wrestler's face in the school. <laughs> After graduating, Storm enrolled in uh, New York City's Metro College, where he met good friend non Metro Community College. Good friend, yep. <laughs> non superhero, but very popular with superheroes, and boyfriend of Jennifer Walters, aka She Hulk, Wyatt Wingfoot. Oh, wow. um, and that was their attempt to respond to Apache Chief and shoehorn a Native American uh, into the comics, and they didn't give him any fucking powers. You can give him some powers! <laughs> Thunderbird, name him Thunderbird. Hey, there you go. There's a fucking name, Thunderbird. They just keep making him do problematic shit. Yep. Like, can you hear it? Can you hear the footsteps coming? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I need to know if the horse is coming. <laughs> Put your foot to the ground. Oh, no. Oh, no, ear to the ground, not yeah. your foot to the ground. That's sounds... Okay, uh, so also around this time, Johnny Storm started dating fellow superhero Crystal. However, they broke up when she and she married Quicksilver. Uh, after this, he... Bet agreed... you didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal's also in uh, the video game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. She is owner of Lockjaw, or sometimes Kamala Khan's owner yeah. of Lockjaw, sometimes she's she's the more traditional owner of Lockjaw. Uh, so after this, he briefly dates Alicia Masters, an old flame of Ben Grimm. Oh! And in the first movie, yeah. Oh, God! But they break up uh, when she turns out to be a fucking scrawl. Uh, it still doesn't make it okay. Yeah. <laughs> Storm starts an acting career uh, outside of the Fantastic Four and loves, loves, loves being famous. Taking endorsement deals, acting roles, cameo roles, anything that gets him in the public eye. Sounds like Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat a yep. bit. Yeah. 
during the Civil War arc, he is loyal to his sister and joins Captain America's Secret Avengers with her. Uh, Johnny Storm is a poon hound that specializes in superheroes. <laughs> Super women he has smashed include Crystal, Herald of Galactus Nova, Frankie Ray in this movie. Oh, shit. Uh, Skrull agent uh, Lija, Nemorita, Medusa, and Rogue. Oh, wow. That's Look, it on Johnny Storm. I'm leaving he, you off with the Climbing Puss Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> he's just putting his dick in anything. I'm, li- I'm leaving you with, uh, with that. It, funnily enough... Not Black Widow. Yeah. No Black Widow in there. Too easy. She doesn't fuck boys, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, Silver Surfer is our next. Uh, created by Jack Kirby. and uh, Just created by Jack Kirby. No Stan Lee in this. Wow. Uh, first appearing in the Fantastic Four number 48, 1966, Silver Surfer was born Norin Rad from the utopian planet Zenla. He is the son of Jart- Jartran and Elmar Rad. Uh, and he has a brother named Fennon. This is How all... How did they come up with these names? This is all fucking Superman. Yeah. Uh, the young Norn was, rest- was a restless astronomer in his society's complacent, lazy culture and yearned for something more. So basically, they were the people in Wally. Um, when the planet-consuming Galactus came to consume his homeworld, Norn made a deal with him. He would search out new planets for Galactus to consume and act as his herald so long as Galactus did not touch Zenla or his lover Shalabal. Uh, Galactus gives him a portion of the power cosmic, giving him universal cosmic awareness, telepathy, kinesis, uh, telekinesis, transmutation powers, teleportation, resurrection, creation of life, and many other powers, becoming silver and given what looks like a large surfboard to ride through the cosmos on. And he's given the name Silver Surfer. So he can How face through matter. Yes. He can face through matter. He's okay. much more powerful in the comics than he is in this movie. Okay. Um... Oh, he seemed pretty powerful in this movie. No, he's they made him okay in, in the comics. Yeah. In the you remember Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. Silver Surfer was huge in Infinity Gauntlet. Um, the Surfer summons Galactus to Earth, and he meets the and meets the Fantastic Four while waiting for his master to arrive. Uh, after he meets the Fantastic Four, he rebels against Galactus, not wa- Galactus, not wanting to cause destruction of any more worlds. Galactus does not kill the Surfer, but puts up a barrier that confines him only to Earth. Mm. So his exile, that's one of the things. The Galact- uh, Galactus's exile is not being able to leave Earth. Damn. Not being banished from Earth. You love this planet so fucking much. Stay there. Yeah, why don't you marry it? <laughs> yeah. Try leaving now. <laughs> uh, Silver Surfer being on Earth makes him uh, the target for various supervillains, and they... Uh, Tr- proceed to try to collect Silver Surfer like he's a fucking Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> such as Doom, who wants the power cosmic, or Mephisto, who wants a soul, because I guess Silver Surfer is a shiny Pokemon. Um, eventually, Surfer bands together with uh, Namor, Hulk, and Doctor Strange, and they become the original group named the Defenders. Sweet. Um, the original Defenders were more like the Avengers are today, defending Earth from large-scale and, and mystical threats. Um, so they, they were more like, kind of like the Illuminati are now. Right. Um, with the help of Mr. Fantastic, Galactus's force field is finally broken and Surfer escapes the confines of Earth, only to discover that his planet Zenla has been devastated by Galactus and his lover Shalabal has been taken to Earth by Mephisto and he must, uh, trap himself on Earth once again to save her life. Uh, he imbues Shalabal with a portion of the power cosmic, and she uses that to revitalize the devastated Zenla. That's such a goofy Zen-la. name. Shalabal. Power- Shalabal. 
Uh, Surfer eventually makes peace with Galactus after rescuing his uh, his new herald Nova from the Skrulls, um, and is uh, Nova is a different Nova than the Nova Core Nova. Correct. By the, way. the original Nova. Different character this. named Nova, uh, and his exile officially ends, uh, and he may once again leave Earth. Uh, after he leaves Earth and becomes spacebound once again, he meets and falls in love with Mantis, where they thwart a plan by the elders of the universe to gain more powerful, gain more powerful, and gain more power and <laughs> kill Galactus. Uh, in this conflict, Mantis apparently dies, but later is discovered to have survived, and she just kind of fucking ghosted Surfer after that. Right. Like, mm. it's like she used it as a way to not come back. Like the like the wife in Homecoming. <laughs> or no, Far From Home. <laughs> they had a funeral for her and everything. Mm. Uh, after that, he fights many, many more cosmic villains. He has a particular focus on Thanos. Uh, working many times with Adam Warlock to thwart Thanos' attempt, Thanos's attempts at galactic conquest. One of the more memorable ones was when Thanos procured the Infinity Gauntlet with all of the Infinity Gems, using a snap to destroy half of all life in the universe in order to impress the Lady Death. So much goes on with the Silver Surfer in the <coughs> comics that 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 the entire Infinity Saga is that sentence. Yeah. In in the write up of Silver Surfer. Uh. At one point, he was infected with the Carnage symbiote, which is fucking awesome. That's dope. Um, Where's he, that fucking pop toy? He gets stuck on Sakaar for a while, where he's forced to fight Hulk in the Gladiator Ring, where he works with Hulk to leave the slave to revolt against <laughs> the Grand Master, or the planet's leader, which is the the plot of the fir- uh, the second fucking actor Ragnarok. Yeah, Jesus. with Silver Surfer instead of Thor. Fucking Fox. Uh, Silver Surfer has also teamed up with Galactus to fight Thor and and the Asgardians. Uh, he's played in this movie by Doug Jones, who's kind of like an early Andy Serkis kind of guy. Yeah. He's in a lot of those early CGI uh, roles, Doug Jones. I saw him at a panel at Comic-Con one year. Uh, it was for Hellboy 2. And he was on the panel, and this was around the time Rise of Silver Surfer came out. So he was on stage, and everyone who asked him a question asked him, if he had a dick or not. The Silver Surfer have a dick? Yeah, they're asking, asking questions if the Silver Surfer's a eunuch or not. And he's just like, I have a dick. Like, he was so frustrated. Silver Surfer... It doesn't look like ...regains it. his saying. dick when he's not all silver. I guess you don't get to have a dick and be silver at the same time. But your butt looks great. It's fair. <laughs> Nova has no vagina. Once she becomes Nova, there is no evidence of vagina or no nipples. No vagina. Or anything like that. They've, yeah, Nova vagina. <laughs> They become eunuchs. Yeah. That's why they call her Nova. Thank you, Miles, for that very thorough edition of Comic Book History on the Storms and Silver Surfer. We're going to pause it here, and we will continue with our movie review of Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer with Drea tomorrow. So stay tuned. For the Moral Movie Marathon, I'm John. I'm Miles. And I'm Andrew. And, and we, we can, can do, do this, this all day. day. Right down.